Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show right here on CBS Sports Radio. I mean, you're all waiting for sports to come back, obviously. And the UFC is basically giving us UFC 249 tomorrow, coming to us live from Jacksonville, Florida. Plenty of of, of markers have been in, put in place to you know try to give us a, a safe card and keep the fighters and everyone involved in the card safe. But uh, it was it came down as maybe about an hour ago. Uh, Ronaldo Sousa. He was going to fight tomorrow, Uriah Hall. He tested positive for the coronavirus. Well, to talk about it and how this affects the UFC card tomorrow and then why did the UFC decide to forge forward uh, with this? On the line right now, we have Ike Feldman. He's an MMA commentator uh, from IkeTheGon.com, and I also know he trains and beats people up in his spare time. Ike, how are you? The answer is money. Oh, oh mm. I'm, uh, I'm doing good, brother. Uh, great to talk to you again. Uh, our friendship goes further back than some interviews, but dude, I appreciate you reaching out. It is a crazy time in the uh, world of sports, obviously the world, and uh, now the UFC. So, no doubt about it. Well, you you answered the first question. You said, "Why did they forge through?" It's it's money. How how does 100%, this? Man. Well, how does this affect their card? I mean, obviously you're pulling him, but is there any worry or concern that anyone else in the vicinity or, vicinity or that he dealt with may have contracted the virus? I know they're still moving forward with the card. Of course, of course, that's possibilities with coaches, managers, and maybe some UFC employees, maybe some other fighters, or maybe hotel workers, or however they have it set up. Of course. To be completely precautious, those people could be affected. Whoever he came in contact, of course. But in terms of the card, it's just we're losing. A, a, could have been a potentially entertaining fight. The UFC men, they're ready to trudge forward and tell you they have everything under control. Because like I started the show, it's all about the money. So with the rest of the card tomorrow, how do you figure it to play out? I mean, this is going to be a little interesting. Are we going to see a different setup uh, production-wise? Are we getting the typical UFC card without the fans? What, are you, what, what should people who tune in, because this is going to be our only sporting event, really, uh, what should people look for? The people that do tune in for fights and for sports to come back and live sporting events, they're going to see wild, crazy, I'm not going to curse, chaos inside of the cage. It's just ultimate warriors and savages stepping in there. I know it's not the big names like the Connors and the Khabibs. I've been podcasting all day today to preview this fight card. It makes sense why they're not doing it because they want to bring live gates. If McGregor was on this card, they would be showing in front of nobody like we're going to see tomorrow. It's going to be an emptied audience. You're going to hear the fighters stepping and moving on the canvas because there's going to be no crowd. So they're saving the big names for whenever this pandemic ends. What they did do, they put on the savage fights. It's going to be amazing, man. I can't it just I can't repeat enough how crazy these fights are going to be. Seriously. So and in the, go ahead. They screwed up though. They screwed up though because, like I said, now twice. Uh, this is going to be the third time. I'm sorry, man. It's been a long day. It's all about 
the freaking money? Why is it behind the paywall? Why is it behind a pay-per-view paywall? Either put it free on ESPN because everybody's thirsty for sports. You swoop in the casual fan who may have not have come across a UFC fight or at least put it behind the ESPN Plus subscription. Make people pay $5. But $65 for fighters that, they, that people haven't heard of, it's a little bit of a ripoff. Yeah, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's all about money. I mean, in the main event tomorrow, we have Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. Uh, are we going to get an outcome where that winner is going to go ahead and, and face Connor, or is it going to be Khabib? The winner on paper, etched in stone, should be Khabib Nurmagomedov. But things can change. Conor McGregor carries a lot of weight. If he was to fight in July, say midsummer sometime, and get a victory, he could slide ahead of the winner between Ferguson and Gaethje to rematch Khabib. Obviously, that is Khabib's choice as well, but if Conor gets a big win, Dana White will throw out every promise he made to these fighters. I guarantee you that. Mm, We're chatting it up with Ike Feldman, MMA commentator, uh, MMA expert. I mean, Ike, when you think about what else can happen in the UFC, tomorrow's worst-case scenario, one of the fighters coming down with the virus, what are the uh, plans going forward? We know if Dana White had his way, we would have had a fight weeks ago until ESPN said, uh, no, it's a little too soon. It's a little too early. So what are the plans for the UFC after tomorrow night's card? I mean, I'm, I'm glad you've uh, been following the storylines. Yeah, April 18th, it was supposed to happen. And then I believe Big Bob Iger of Disney sat down Dana White and said, dude, this isn't Fox. This isn't Spike TV. Uh, this isn't your own website, UFC.com or UFC TV. We run things a little more clean cut and maybe a little more polished. And he checked Dana White's ego. Dana White obviously said the right things or made the right calls. He got the fights coming back. What's next is supposed to be three fight cards in eight days. And that's pretty unprecedented in the, the fight world. You got one tomorrow and then Wednesday and then the following week. But to throw a wrench in, if worst-case scenario, half the fighters, all the fighters test positive for COVID, this is a huge mistake, and it's going to blow up in the face of ESPN, Disney, and Dana White especially. Do you believe that there's already a fear of that? When one, I, the Granted, Dana White and the crew, everyone will say, this is okay, this is fine. You know, he we follow the protocols. You know, uh, Ronaldo Sousa is is okay. We've quarantined him. He's away. And, uh, you know, this is no harm. Uh, you said that this could be worst-case scenario. What do you think the, the end result is going to be? Are we going to fully get all of these cards that Dana White is going to deliver, or do you think the UFC, once again, will be forced to slow down? First of all, i got to give you credit for pronouncing uh, Sousa's name correctly. A lot of people have screwed that up. Uh, one tweak is uh, in the Portuguese, they na- uh, pronounce the R with an H, so it's Ronaldo. That's the only thing, but you nailed it outside of that, JR. <laughs> thank you, but, thank you. <laughs> no problem, brother. But what the UFC is doing right now, as producer Tom, Tom Benedetto would say, he's got about a three-finger glass of whiskey right now. I don't think Dana White and the UFC brass are sleeping uh, much. I think they're hoping and praying that uh, Jacare Ronaldo uh, Souza is the only one that tested positive. But, dude, I promise you, 
if they believe in God, they are looking up and praying that this fight gets intact because they're looking to cash in and make some money. I mean, I'm sure their backlog on what their quarterly expectations are, a lot of companies are, obviously. But Dana White does not operate like other companies. His ego would be crushed if this fight doesn't take off, if there's repercussions and consequences of following through with this fight after a premier fighter a former champion in Strike Force MMA that's years ago on Showtime. If he tested positive and this lingers bigger, Dana White is going to be chugging that whiskey. Yeah, this is an interesting story to break right before the fights. Obviously, this was everyone's biggest fear. We're chat- chatting it up with Ike Feldman, MMA commentator. Ike, where can people keep up with you online? Just IkeTagon.com. I K E T A G O N. Very easy. I've went to GoDaddy, got it, it's all, it's easy. I'm not, I don't even work for them, but I, uh, I got it locked down and that's the website where you can find me. JR, if do you have uh, 30 seconds, can I ask you a question? You can, I actually got to go ahead and hit the news break. Make it quick. What's your favorite fight movie? My favorite fight movie? Oh man. Uh, you, what's, what's the one with, uh, with, with, with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Yeah, man. You're, you're my favorite. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. All right. Hit the news break. No doubt about it. Thank you, Ike, <laughs> for joining on the CBS Sports Radio at the JR Sport Brief Show. Dana White's worst nightmare may be coming to fruition. We are going to talk about that in the sports coming back too soon. Okay? It's the JR Sport Brief Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, we just heard from uh, Ike Feldman, from Ike Dagon, MMA commentator. If you don't know, UFC 249 is scheduled to go down tomorrow as planned, but also as we spoke about and, and you just heard uh, via the news break, uh, one of their fighters who was going to take place in the card, and thank you, Ike, Hinaldo Sousa. He came down and, and pretty much tested positive for the coronavirus you know, the UFC is going to continue as planned. Uh, you know, I don't think they necessarily have too much of a space right now. And in, in walking that back, none of the other fighters tested positive. It was only Sousa, and he has been removed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.